0: hello everybody my name is tim daniel and welcome 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 to another fantastic edition of late night reds talk live here on the riverfront and i am so excited to be joined by my good friends from the locked on reds crew Stephen offenbaker and jeff carr what's up fellas how are you
1: doing great now that i'm back home out
2: of airport purgatory
0: yeah
2: Happy Easter and happy Rake Day to those who celebrate.
0: Absolutely. So um, I made the joke when the last Lays that read I did with Chad were like, you know, when you do the whole podcast thing, we do this thing where we pretend that... Like, we didn't just talk to each other for a few minutes before we could <laughs> right. live, right? But literally with Jeff, he literally did just hop on. So we can actually do, like, that was me literally saying, hey, buddy, how are you? So it, that, was, that wasn't that was a shoot. That was real talk right there. So
2: Slid in was, under the gun. Oh, yeah. I guess
0: it was a shoot in wrestling terms.
1: But... I, I will say that I'm having a little bit of a technical oh, issue, Tim. I'm I'm seeing you on two screens. You're on one screen there and another screen down it's weird this is weird one person has a
2: hat on steve one person (laughs) has a hat on i know your eyes can't tell that
0: (laughs) i've actually never really asked you about this jeff because i i I know like the day that it started happening where it blew up like a little bit in the reds twitter world that you were not around so i'm sure you probably looked at your phone and was like what the hell is going on yeah
2: Yeah, i did see some mentions i was like what i do i know i didn't (laughs) say a win total today like i don't know what happened but, yeah, no, that, that was kind of funny to catch up on all of that. So I'm flattered. I mean, you're a much better looking man than I am.
0: <laughs> well, you're very kind. I will not I will not argue with you because I think the opposite. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I hope everyone had a great Easter. And like Jeff said, happy Rake Day for all of us who do celebrate. Um, obviously, a huge, huge win today for the Red Legs. A uh, much-needed 6-4 victory over the Phillies. Let's look at the week in review real quick, gentlemen. And a little bit of an up-and-down week, starting with Jason Vossler on Monday. Uh, then you have another bullpen outing where they have a rough, rough 7th inning. A couple of games postponed. Hunter Green has a rough 2nd inning. Uh, Alexis Diaz looks bad for the first time in like two and a half years uh, in the ninth inning after he pitched really well in the 8th inning. And then, of course, you have today where the Reds had every reason to lose that game, and they didn't. Uh, but right. you can also make the case on Saturday. They had every reason to win that game and they didn't. Uh, so this I you know we obviously touched on this in the riverfront Thursday. Um, if you were, you know, if you checked it out with a meat, correct me, Chad, Nate, uh, where we discussed the week so far and we completely overreacted to the first five games of the baseball season oh, as, yeah. as Cincinnatians do. Um, uh, but Hey, they're four and four now, uh, the huge win today. And, um, Jake and Jake Fraley for
1: MVP, right folks? I love Absolutely. It. Yeah. You know, and, and, and really on your, on your, uh, your rundown there, uh, I don't, I don't think we are overreacting over the first five games of the baseball season. And I don't think we're overreacting over the first eight, the Reds are 500 after eight games and have more wins now than they had the entire first 25 games last year. You know, I tweeted this out earlier with the mission accomplished and the baby you're doing the fist pump, right? Because, uh, Already, they're better now than they were last year. So uh, we're moving in the right direction. That's
2: all you can ask. And I love the fact, and, and, and I know obviously we'll talk about the ninth inning quite a bit here, but I still love the fact that Jason Vossler's going, man. He doesn't yeah. need singles. He loves him some total bases and some RBIs and, and that fun statistic of most RBIs without a single, and now he owns that record. So, you know, you, you'll be able to wow your friends at bars for years to come if you remember Jason Vossler's name past this season.
0: That's going to be in like 10 years, uh, an edition of LNR yes. Trivia. So, I love L El- I, for those who are dude in for it every week. I promise next week I'm bringing Eleanor trivia back. I just Easter, my first Easter with my baby, so it was like with my daughter. So it was like a really busy, hectic day. But yes, Eleanor. Dress trivia. her up
1: like a bunny. Did you no, put no, no, the no, ears no, no, on it? No. Oh, come on!
0: No, 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 no. I I told my wife that that's my cutoff. So, um, <laughs> but uh, oh hey, Chad's in the chat. Actually, shout out Chad. uh, Chad and. Uh, Steve both informed me that these guys have been friends for nearly 30 years. So that was really cool information that they provided to me today. Uh, Actually, in the past couple days. So that was pretty cool to hear their story. Um, Yeah, so let's talk about today. Uh, Obviously, a huge, huge win. Uh, Look, this is a game, like I said, so I made the joke yesterday's game. The Reds very well had every reason to win that game, and they didn't. Mm -hmm. They, They had every reason to lose that game. And they didn't. So, Connor Overton, who I think we can all agree, I think, you know, maybe we can just say that the the ship has sailed on the Connor Overton, you know?
2: What's maybe. the deal with his usage? Like, are they afraid to pitch him? I, I, I get it, like, third time through the order, the stats aren't great, but are we happier pitching the bullpen for 15 outs every fifth day? Like, I, yeah. I, I feel like just setting him up to face the lineup twice is a bad strategy.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Especially so today, obviously not very good. Four innings, three walks, four earned runs. Oh, my God, gave up a tank of a homer. Oh, I yeah. don't know if that landed or not yet. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think it did.
2: Kevin Newman has and, and he had was that. living on that changeup, man. Like, yeah. he... he Got a couple of whiffs early on the low and inside changeup, and then he just kept going back to that. Well, it's like eventually somebody's gonna figure that one out. Come on, dude.
0: Yeah. And then you know, my, my theory Newman. on oh, Overton ahead, is
1: that my theory on Overton is that they're not really interested in stretching him out much more than he's already stretched out. I think he's got maybe one more turn in the rotation. Uh they asked Luke Weaver to go four in the minors, and I know we're gonna get to that a little bit later. Uh Luke Weaver pitched four innings today. Uh, of scoreless baseball, I imagine that another turn or two through the rotation, and he's going to take Overton's spot anyway. I don't think they're really interested in trying to stretch him out anymore.
0: I, that's a good point, Stephen. Uh, that really is because I think I, I don't think you're wrong in that circumstance. You know, I think Jeff makes a great point about you know do are we sure we want to do this with get, having the bullpen try to get fifteen outs every fifth day, uh, especially this bullpen who we're all already have a lot of concerns about. We're already kind of trying to figure out what is what with this team. Um, but look, you know, the bullpen today, uh, Fernando Cruz, who I literally said uh, when Joey Vado comes back, might be the guy that gets sent down. Really good today. Two innings, two strikeouts. Uh, Jimmy Herget, who just got called up this week. Kevin two Herget, innings. Jimmy. Kevin Jimmy's Herget. in
2: Los Angeles.
0: That's right. Too many Hergets, all right? Too many. One Hergets, needs to yeah. go. One needs to go. It's like me and Jeff. There's too many of them.
2: yeah kevin's way kevin's like way too normal though like remember jimmy's got that weird delivery and the wonky curveball and and kevin herget's just like yeah i'm just a normal dude man
0: but kevin herget gets called up this week uh for joe kunal and has two innings, gets the w uh has a strikeout and then uh ian jabot representing great britain ian jabot two strikeouts in the ninth inning so obviously the bullpen head does their spot, but guys, let's talk about some of the little things this team did really well. And also, I forget totally meant to mention overcoming that scary ass Kevin Newman er- error was. <sighs> oh my god, we're like that. The bell bounced so weird. Um, look, I've said it a million times. I know we went through this forever with the when the farm dog was here. Who shout out the farm dog? is playing really well in Minnesota right now. Um.
2: It, uh,
0: i like kevin newman i'm not anti kevin newman but for jose barrero needs to play as much as possible yeah. you know if he's not hitting we at least know that he's not going to miss that ball at shortstop and i i you know oh wait hold on sorry guys i don't know if you know this or not but uh when we discuss uh jose barrero
2: just let, your soul go. Just let it shine through
1: Oh, a little coming-to-America action here today.
2: I feel like if the explanation was he was just going to get a day off, like, sure, that's fine, but then he pinch-runs later in the game. like Yeah, right. Well, well, yeah. Why wasn't he playing? He should have been playing.
0: I agree. I definitely agree. Um, but let's talk about what the offense did today. Holy moly. So there are so many things in that ninth inning that are just, like, really, really impressive. And look, we're, I know we're going to talk about Jake Fraley. I know we're going to talk about Jason Vossler. We're going to talk about Will Myers getting that double, but
1: CJ Friedel,
0: TJ Friedel, yeah. Stuart freaking Fairchild having two really good plate appearances, really good plate appearances, steals the base to get the scoring position to be the tying run. Um, man, just like a great day. Offensively, Tyler Stevenson keeping his hit streak alive right now. Um, T. Steve for the All Star game this year. You guys, we're all, we're down. Yeah, I was there from I like
1: preseason. I'm already all over that.
0: Yeah, I'm all in on T. Steve in the All Star game. Uh, Spencer Steer looks really good. Uh, yes, Sasselot, you are correct. The Phillies definitely had some weird mishaps yeah. oh uh, on the base pass today, which were very laughable. Uh, which
2: I follow. I follow a couple of Phillies outlets. And on Brandon Marsh, apparently the third base coach was waving him in. And he was so then like Brandon Marsh. Blind, yeah. Yeah, Brandon Marsh like, puts his head down, he's going, and as his head is down and he's going, the third base coach is like, oh, wait, 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 no, 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 I want to put up the stop sign. Can you imagine if J.R. House did that? How many people would be on Twitter just absolutely wanting to fire him on the spot and making sure nobody – he doesn't coach third base for another inning? Like, my goodness.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but, yeah, so, like, and, like, Jake Freely, we can – you know, we've said it all along – obviously um dude since august we've seen what this guy's done uh one of the things that nate proposed in thursday's episode here of uh the riverfront was uh do you see a situation jake for his never at bat i sold it for the sake of i don't you know i want to see him hit, hit lefties more consistently but he is making me eat a lot of crow right now and i love everything about it team break for life baby
2: dude is taking pitches i love his at bats
1: You know, I I would, I'm all, I'm on board with him being an everyday player, righties, lefties. I don't care until such time that he proves that he shouldn't be in there, righties, lefties. So run him out there right now. It's not like the Reds really have a better option as far as a right-handed bat to start consistently out there. Uh, And let's see what happens. And if he performs and and shows that maybe with uh, some of the new rules and not quite as a dramatic shifting of players around on the infield, he can get on base versus left-handed pitching. Well, then keep him out there and if he shows that he can't well then either they'll bring up somebody from the minor leagues or nick senzel will finally at some point in time play major league baseball this season and he'll be out there but uh you know play him until you don't have to yeah yeah i'm absolutely with you
2: i feel like coming into the season they tried to structure the roster so that there was almost a right hander for every left hander in the outfield and nick solak chad pender um insert other right-handed people that they played in the outfield here, none of them worked. And the only guy that was even close to anything was Stuart Fairchild. And and I just feel like David Bell was like, I wanted to have a platoon, but now I have to run a couple of lefties out there. But Fraley's look good against lefties. TJ Friedel is sneaky good against lefties. And I think the whole mantra of whenever a lefties on the mound, we have to have a righty in the batter's box. There's a couple of guys that are finally starting to buck that trend.
0: Pat says he misses miss Pender. Chad Pender.
2: Are you an A's fan? I don't.
0: I don't think Pat is an A's fan. I hope not. A's fans um, are the
2: only ones that miss Chad Pender.
0: Yeah. okay before i get to my next point this is really funny i have to say i wonder what he's been up to lately
1: well we found chad dotson's burner because that is definitely a dotson (laughs) burner that's a that's a dotson joke if i've ever heard one right there huh he knows ah there we go (laughs) there you go
0: there you go so chad's in the chat tonight guys he actually commented pat mcgooch knows me too well and now we see pat is uh pat is getting some great great comments in the in the chat tonight so this is what's beautiful. This is why you need to hang out with us live on Sunday nights before you go to work on Monday. Um, so he said, shh. Um, Will Myers today. So I know there's the two strikeouts, and I know he hasn't been what we've wanted him to be yet so far this year, but uh, another guy today with three really big at-bats, three really big plate appearances. He has the double, two walks. Um, You know, we are talking eight games into the season. You know, and I know it's a thing we got to kind of put like, hey, like, you know. I, I would love Will Myers to come out and hit 400. I really, like, we all would. But I thought today, like, you know, I know this, the strikeouts happen, especially with the kind of player he is, but he looked really good today. Um, I'm going to be very happy with two walks and a double. You know, played first base when uh, when Boswell came in, when Barrero uh, mm. pinch ran. So, you know, I, I thought he was really, really, really big for the team today.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think that he's starting to come along. And and I was bummed when he struck out with the bases loaded there in that one. I think it was the sixth inning or something like that. But honestly, he's, he's going to get there. And right now, there's enough dudes hitting in this lineup to keep the lineup rolling. It feels like you know, we're not relying on Will Myers. I think in the preseason, we were looking at Will Myers as being like the third, maybe the third or fifth hitter or something like that on a consistent basis. And there's been, I mean, obviously Jake Fraley has stepped into that role and I'm not worried about Jake Fraley batting third over Will Myers. So, you know, Will Myers can take a little bit more time getting into the season and and you're right, eight games. It's really hard to say that we know anything as much as we would love to say we know that Tyler Stevenson is going to hit 380 the rest of the year. Mm, we can't say that. So we, we, what we know right now is probably going to be completely different at the end of May. And, and it, it is a small sample size. And, and
1: what Dotson was saying there in, in the chats is, is on point, be patient. Uh, Will Myers is built to hit a great American ballpark and great American ballpark. Doesn't play like great American ballpark until it gets hot and humid. So when right. we get into May, uh, it'll be a different Will Myers batting in that ballpark. And I think that he's going to have some decent numbers this year. Uh, you know, I tell Jeff this all the time Uh, we've been conditioned by football and basketball to expect instant results and baseball's not built that way. You have to give it time. And we don't know anything about this team really until we get a month's worth of games. And then it's time to start questioning. Well, is a guy going to come around or not? You know, uh, the first series in everybody's ready to give up on Will Benson, the first series in everybody's ready to say that Will Myers is a bust. Uh, It's still very early. And time is going to tell us what we need to know, but we don't know anything yet.
0: Yeah. Shout out. Will Benson getting some, getting a nice, some couple of nice at-bats this weekend. Like you said, uh, Chad and I have been waving the, the Will Benson flag for weeks now. Yeah. I know Mo has too.
2: I've been Mo's been pretty big on him as well. So, uh, um, there's been a lot of people trying to jump off the bandwagon so quickly. And I'm like, Oh, pump your brakes. He's going to start hitting here. And when he gets on base, that's the other thing is we just haven't seen him on base a ton that's really where the damage is going to be because I mean, we see what Friedel can do. We see what Jonathan India can do. I think will Benson's a better base runner than anybody on the team. So that that's going to be a lot of fun once he starts getting consistently on base. Cause it feels like right now when he's watching the ball, it's clipping a strike zone or the umpires making a call that's not in favor of him. And when he's making hard contact, it's right at somebody's glove. It's just one of those things where the babip's going to play itself out. He's going to be fine. And we're gonna start seeing what you know, you guys, what Mo, and what I mean, we're, we're big Will Benson guys too. What we've all been talking about uh, ever since the Reds traded for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to kind
0: of figure on that last point, Pat McGooch asks, "Will Myers be better?" I think so. Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. I think that. I think Stephen brings up a great point. May and Great American Ballpark when it starts creeping up into eighty degrees, those balls are gonna be flying.
2: The month yeah. of Jay Bruce, uh, some people call it.
0: Oh God, 2011, May 2011, <laughs> Jay Bruce was like, so I had season, that was my Whole first year, ahead, <laughs> bro. My first, that was my first year I had season tickets uh, for the Reds. And I was like, you know, obviously I was already enamored with them, uh, but I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. So uh, I right. loved it. Yeah. uh, Let's talk about the week coming up real quick, guys, before we get into everything else. Um, So. They make the old trip to the ATL. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. And then they have a four-game set at home with the said Phillies. So we get all the Philly stuff out of the way. Uh, we get the Nick Castellanos reunion tour. Uh, just take it away. You know, two-week tour dates. Um, these praise matchups are interesting for the pitching-wise. So Graham Ashcraft tomorrow against Bryce Elder. Luis Sessa against Kyle Wright in his season debut, but Wednesday night, that's the game boys. That's the game. Hunter green versus Spencer Strider. The young dude, the young guns going head to head. Um, obviously the Braves have had a little bit of up and down, just like the Reds so far this year. Uh, they are literally all they're six and three. Um, I believe they are losing to the Padres right now, 10 to one as we're talking. Uh, so there is that going for them. um, you know, obviously, the Braves, I think, are going to be really good. I think they're going to be a contender in the National League this year. Oh, that division is insane uh, yeah. between them and the Mets. And I, I'm not going to count the Phillies out yet, obviously. Uh, you know, Lord, Lord only knows what's going to happen when they get their guys back. But this is kind of a, a really, really fun – this is a really fun week, in, a week series. Um, obviously, I know Reds fans have a lot of vendettas against the Atlanta Braves. 1995, never going to let you go. Um, but – I like I always enjoy these games. I always enjoy seeing Ronnie Acuna play baseball because he's tremendous. But this might be the right time to hit the Braves, right? So like I mentioned, these games, uh, Bryce Elder has pitched about six innings so far in his first game. Kyle Wright has not pitched yet this year. Uh, Spencer Strider, Spencer Strider. He's awesome. No one's ever going to discount him. Um, But they're without Michael Harris, the second right now. He's hurt. Um, You know, they're the guys. Their team is kind of going through a lot of transition. They're very good. I'm not going to say anything bad about them. But maybe this is the right time to play the Braves this year.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I, I, I just you'll get to hear my whole victory lap about this uh, on Monday's <laughs> Locked on Reds. But apparently I have been brought on as a pitching consultant for the Reds. You may not know this, but the, uh, no, I, I, the we, wrong we did an term. episode. The wrong term, a,
2: Steve. I texted what, you what the right term is. Oh, i have to check. I had I, I, I blocked you. You're the you. shadow manager of the Cincinnati i <laughs> the pitches. shadow manager. That's right. So
1: we did an <laughs> episode last week, Tim, where I outlined a plan for trying to protect this bullpen a little bit, and it was a, a reorganization of the rotation coming off of those back-to-back rainouts uh, where they had an opportunity to split up the big three uh, in an effort to not have Overton and Sessa pitching back to back and protect the bullpen a little bit. And then the next day they came out and did it. So I'm convinced that Nick listens to the show. Nick Craw, shout out to Nick, uh, was listening and and took my advice to heart. And I am now the, the shadow, at least pitching coach,
2: for the Cincinnati Reds.
0: I like it, yeah. Steven.
2: Yeah, and I, I love the way that this kind of fell that, you know, Hunter Green's going to pitch against Spencer Strider because they're essentially the same pitcher. In fact, yeah. Spencer Strider did the thing where he's like, I'm a fastball and a slider pitcher. And why would I ever try to add a third pitch? Like, could you imagine what reds country would have been like, what, what would your guys's reaction have been? If Hunter green came out and said, whenever people were like, he needs to add a changeup to be elite. And he's like, why would I do that? Why would I add another pitch to this repertoire when I got my two best pitches and I'm throwing my two best pitches? Like, could you imagine the the response to that?
0: So, uh, Pat, actually said, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to answer your point, Steve, Thanks, uh, Jeff, but um, Pat said he misses Aloha Friday, Stephen. Uh, Steve, if you're, if you're not tuned in, Stephen is rocking an Aloha shirt today, but it's for the university of Hawaii is it the university or just the state
1: university of Hawaii.
0: Okay, cool. Shout out, shout out the Hawaii football team
1: warriors, baby.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I I'm with Jeff. So look, if I can get guys out, I'm not worried about Hunter green. I'm not, I think, like you know, the two games, you know, look the Pirates game. Would I like to see him attack that lineup better? Yes, because obviously it's the Pirates, and God, look, we all know how I feel about the Pirates. Though so I'm very bummed O'Neill Cruz got hurt today. That sucks. Yeah, bad because, day to be
2: a Pirate. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, because he can we can we talk
1: about that for just a second? Just I know it's it's totally unrelated, but for. The benches to clear after that was absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) There was no malice. There was no ill intent. (laughs) Quite frankly, it was a bad slide from O'Neill Cruz. If you really, with a a clear mind and and without a, a decision made already, if you can just go look at the film, it was a bad slide. And it's a bad break, both literally and figuratively, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But it wasn't done on purpose. In fact, the, the, they threw the bat out of the way. They were trying to make sure that nobody got hurt. And it's just ridiculous that the bench is cleared. And it just was silly.
0: It was silly. I agree. But that's that's the pirates. That's what they do.
2: Yeah, they haven't cleared a bench in a long time. Shout so out they, to Clint, they, Clint Hurdle. They were missing. They were missing it. Yeah, fourth Clint Hurdle world was franchise. the shadow manager of the pirates that day.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're a fourth world franchise. So fourth world Tell franchises you. do fourth world franchise things. Bums. Um I heard Nate said he's going to do a Tim hates Pittsburgh shirt on the riverfront website. So um, everyone should buy it okay. when it comes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I can but, think uh, yeah. of an opportunity. I have to wear that.
0: <laughs> um, Jeff breaks a great point though. So I agree, you know, especially shredder Hunter green, very similar guys. Like, look, I don't, I don't need a change up. I don't need a, a curveball. ball. You know, I have the fastball and I have a slider. And when I locate my fastball, I am very, very unstoppable, and both dudes, mirror images as far as like that. That's process. So it's gonna be unique. It's gonna be a really fun game. Um, we're gonna see these guys probably go against each other for fifteen years, probably. You know yeah. the way pitchers age right now. Um, Clayton Kershaw's like ninety-six years old, winning. You know, contending for Cy Youngs. Justin Verlander, the same thing. So uh, if these guys end up being those two, which is a very big stretch, I'm well aware. As I say this, I'm very excited for that. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked for that game. Then you got the Phillies coming here. Mm. Is it wrong of me? And I shouldn't say this because I don't dislike the guy, but is it wrong of me that I really enjoyed Nick Nick Cassiano striking out in the ninth inning? Like I really, really liked it.
2: It was a I mean that was a great at bat for Ian Jibaud, the way that you yeah. play that and, and the way that he struck out, just looking at a fastball right down the middle. Like if I were a Phillies fan, I was throwing things at that point. Like, come on, man.
1: I'm a, yeah. I'm a Cassianos fan up until the moment they play the Reds. Uh, he was great while he was yeah. here. I liked the yeah. energy he brought. I liked the attitude that he brought I loved Ryan and yeah. And, and when, yeah. and when he, and when the Phillies are playing anybody else, as long as it doesn't matter to the Reds, then I'm all for Nick Cassianos going perfect at the plate, hitting the ball every time, catching every ball hit his way. Great. But when they play the Reds, I hope he strikes out every single time. I hope he drops every ball that they hit towards him. I hope he continues to look silly up against the wall when he can make the catch. I want all of those things to continue yeah, to happen. A tough look.
2: Yeah, that was a that was a tough look on that field. I, he there, almost
1: uh, cansecoed it. He almost yeah. <laughs> Jose Canseco'd it You're right. off the top of his dome. It almost yeah. happened.
0: All right, so Sam Patterson is just going to get a penned comment uh comment here until someone comes up with something. That's that's valuable <laughs> to the conversation. Uh, but I just a thousand percent agree with this. Um Nate Dotson, if you're watching, this is the t-shirt. This is the t-shirt. Uh if you can get Solid the P sure. to be the pirates logo, like I'm in. Oh yeah. So yeah. All right. Let's talk some transactions, guys. Uh obviously some uh you know, nothing crazy over the top uh here, but uh Bennett Sousa was designated for assignment this week, uh part of the Herget move and the Joe Kunnel uh part portion there uh, but move to Milwaukee which I'm not I'm not the guy that gets mad about people being moved within the division like whatever you know I know everyone's like Jesse Winker went to the Brewers like he was traded by the Mariners guys he wasn't traded by the Reds like let's get over it Um and, and, and that
1: is what it is you know I was I was more surprised by the fact that for whatever reason C Trent was kind of playing defense for the Reds today you know, with the with the comments on Twitter, everybody was worked up about, you know, the Reds trying to save money. And this wasn't a money saving move. Uh, Souza had been put on waivers. He was going to go somewhere. Uh, yeah. So this way they get a little bit of cash back in the deal. So they got something out of they got something out of nothing here, guys. I mean, am I oh, saying what... that Castellini is going to reinvest this money? No, but they got something for nothing for free. So, hey, good job.
2: That was the just knee jerk reaction. They see, oh, they're getting cash what they don't need cash. Why are they getting cash for that? That must be a money grab. Like they were never going to use Benet He sucked in in the, in the spring training. So I don't think that's going to be something that he fixes all of a sudden in the regular season. And, and Alex young has been fine. I, I kind of, yeah, really I don't good. like Alex young as the second lefty. Yeah, Alex yeah. young had a sub three ERA last year. Uh,
1: Souza had a eight plus ERA last <laughs> year. So it's, it's pretty much a no brainer.
0: Yeah let's also not forget guys um say what you will about the Reds organization pretty darn good luck in international caps findings so yeah you know have has not hurt the franchise when you look at I don't know a Roldish Chapman uh, Rice Glacius, Ellie De La Cruz like this is good for them this is good for them ah uh, ah uh, okay here it comes here it is here it is
1: well, it's c- clearly nobody could understand of, him he talked funny so they had to get rid probably of probably the
2: last time he was good too
0: <laughs> oh man <laughs> jeff i know we look alike but i'm supposed to be the one that has beef with chad not you <laughs> like
2: <laughs> no that's cool chad's first guest i ever had when i was hosting uh, lockdown red solo so i'm happy happy with chad always happy with chad
0: yeah that's my guy and then um Lucas Sims and Luke Weaverson on rehab assignments. Stephen mentioned earlier, uh, Luke Weaver put through four really good innings for Louisville this week. Um, so obviously really kind of excited. We're getting guys back. And I think that's what we were all looking for at this point with, as far as the bullpen. Um, I don't know. You know, there's obviously the TJ Antone issues. We know we're not seeing Justin Dunn this year. Um, so we're going to no, kind of Ed,
1: Tony Santian's down there on a, a rehab as yeah. well. So there's two, very big boost to this bullpen that are not very far away. Uh, So as bad as the bullpen has been to start the season or as inconsistent has the bullpen has been to start the season, there are upgrades coming.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's what I want to make sure. So I'm excited for that. Um, This is going to be a really, really good, really good time. Uh, Let's talk about some of the news and the transactions going on in the world right now in the Reds. Uh, I should say injury updates because we just did transactions, didn't we? I'm messing up my own segments. Um, All right, guys. So uh, first off, before we get into this, yes, I know that uh, Reds first-base prospect Joey Votto ripped a really nice two-run double yesterday. Uh, That guy's got a lot of potential uh, when the Reds call him up. I'm sure it'll be pretty soon because he's just ripping the ball, so there's no way they can't give him a shot. Uh, But I wanted to make sure we talked about some of the good news going on in the injury updates, and we'll, of course, get to some of the not-as-good uh in that situation as well through the system. Uh LA Daily Cruz and Christian Yarkonasian kind of Strand to resume baseball activities. So that's good. Jeff, since you are relatively close to me, a road trip to Louisville soon?
2: Yeah, I'm down for that. I I do want to see them play and I mean I think Sinzel will probably still be there for a bit and Santian as well. So they we might be seeing like most of what the Reds roster's gonna look like in a month in Louisville.
0: Yeah. Uh so I'm excited to see what happens when those guys get going. Obviously Louisville's a lot of fun right now. Um, oh, yes, so what uh, you're right, Vado wearing a Viking helmet. I saw that he tweeted he's sitting, he's looking forward to the most. That was a great QA. Um, we all deserve we don't deserve Joey Vado, do we, guys? He's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Weaver with uh four innings of really good ball for Louisville, like we mentioned, four innings, four strikeouts, and had two walks. And then Nick Senzel, holy moly, he's doing the whole thing. Why we can't quit him, where we're like. We really should give up, he, you know, Nixon's else the bad girlfriend, right? Where it's like, you see everything on the, on the table where it's like, oh, you know, she takes my money. Oh, she, she's so mean to my family and she's so rude, but you're like, and she's like, but baby I can change. And you're like, okay. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Three for four yesterday. That was, I don't know. Like this is, I, I, I tell Jeff down the, or the take camp- it away, Steve.
1: <laughs> the, the camp that I'm in, and I tell Jeff this, and it's just I feel like the safe way to approach Nick Senzel moving forward is that I have zero expectation for him to contribute anything to the Cincinnati Reds. That being said if he can find his way to the major league roster and do anything productive at all, well, that's just a bonus. It's not expected. It's a little gift. And if he only comes up and stays healthy for 50 games, but plays decent in those 50 games, it's a little gift. And that's just how I'm going to look at it for however long he continues to be in Cincinnati.
0: Well, Sam, I do. So if Sam Patterson mentioned uh, he had an ugly error in center field yesterday. He played third base the day before. He's playing second base some days. Apparently, at short at spring trading, he was taking some shortstop action. I don't think he knows what position he's playing anymore. I think he's just kind of rolling out there. The Reds um, don't that, know. Yeah, the Reds <laughs> don't know either. So that's okay. You know what? That's okay.
2: They, they now list him on the roster as an infielder slash outfielder, which means the only position we <laughs> know he's not going to play is catcher and pitcher, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> never say never.
0: Catcher's <laughs> in the infield, so. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Have he taken ground balls at first base yet so you know
2: maybe, maybe. I, shouldn't I, say that I, alou- I shouldn't say I, that I, loud. i i, alou- I, I want to see nixon zell succeed but i'm just not expecting and and and, and with, with without risking sounding like too much of a downer aristides aquino and jose barrero hit well at triple a too don't go there
0: <laughs> you said the name sorry <laughs> you said the name <laughs>
2: So it's like a trip mine. You say his name and then that happens. So uh,
0: Carlos uh, over spring training tweeted like it was one of those Brera homers. Um, so he tweeted. That's my shortstop. Hashtag soul glow. And me being me. I was like, I got to turn this into a gimmick. So <laughs> sure enough, I did. Jeff, uh, do
1: you even know
2: what that's from? Coming to America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You said it puzzled, so I was a little worried. Uh, yeah. But I'm glad you got it right. So,
2: Steve, you said it earlier in the show. Otherwise, I would not. Have.
1: Well, you don't listen to me, so <laughs>
2: that doesn't really mean
1: anything.
0: <laughs> so some of the comments I wanted to get to before we talk about a few other things. Uh, Pat, who's obviously like, if you're not here hanging out with Pat on Sunday <laughs> nights, you're doing it wrong. Uh, Pat's the best. Senzel's the best 30-year-old rookie I've ever seen, kind of. Very funny. I like it. Um about Redbeard beard breaks which sounds like i'm going to buy into some of your breaks because like i'm a big card guy myself calling it spencer steer 30 homers that homer yesterday was who
2: big stuff i got you a future on him to win rookie of the year future on him to win rookie of the year so what, what were the odds we'll see i think i got it at plus 1200
0: 1200 so. yeah that's worth it that's absolutely worth it oh yeah uh ronnie snyder who welcome to the chat i think this is the first time i've seen your name pop up uh, Ronnie, uh, Friedel's gonna be very, very valuable to this team if he can continue to put the ball down with the bunch, he can go yard two. Our res has not had anyone in years like him. I think like TJ Friedel is everything we wanted Drew Stubbs to be, is what I kind of feel right now. Um, and that's not a knock on Drew Stubbs, like I was a big Drew Stubbs guy, mm-hmm. gotta sign Drew Stubbs baseball back here, hanging out, folks. I mean, so have I ever told you about the wall of mis- of unfortunate baseballs? <laughs> no, oh bro, this thing back here is hilarious. It was Chad I was telling about that. Um, there's literally like a John Rocker baseball in there my aunt got me when she lived in Atlanta. Oh my. Nice. And I was like, you know, do you know anything about him? And she's like, no. What about him? And I was like, okay. Mm. So <laughs> thanks. Maybe <laughs> that'll be a giveaway in r trivia mystery baseball bags. Get it, get oh a John my, John
2: Rocker signed ball. Yeah, I you got. Know, a, I, you know, I had a. I was going to say, I had a streak for like three years. I would get a sign ball at Reds Fest from somebody and they'd be traded in like a month. It was like Dan Straley mm-hmm. um, or or uh, guys who just didn't pan out, Sal Romano. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't um, let him in L.A. De La Cruz's line at Reds Fest <laughs> last year. I wouldn't let him
1: <laughs> yeah. go.
0: I got a Logan on Drewsick back here, buddy. I understand. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, you know, talking um, about talking about cold. TJ Friedel, uh, one of the things about him is – he's the kind of player that Cincinnati loves to embrace. I talked about this on the show last week. You know, he's out of that, that, that Ryan Friel, uh, scooter Jeanette, when, when he was good scooter Jeanette here, that, that blue collar nose to the grindstone, whatever it takes to get on base and help the team kind of guy. And, you know, you know, as the comment said, he, he's laying down the bunt, he's hitting for power, he's hitting against lefties. He's kind of doing all of the things that we may not have necessarily expected from him. And he has played his way into being, uh, you know, as Jeff's point was last week on the show, uh, the everyday center fielder, you know, he's, he's playing his way into being the guy and, yeah. you know, good for him. Uh, you know, I would have never called that at the beginning of the season.
2: No, no. And, and, and what he does too, is just so, missed I think in this lineup because yes he does have the power he can go yard uh, when he gets a hold of them but also he just puts the ball where they ain't like that hit that he had the infield hit that he had in the ninth inning was so clutch because he put it just right perfectly in between the third baseman and the shortstop that I mean they weren't going to have any play anywhere no matter what they did even if the shortstop picked that up and the third baseman held his ground at the base he still wasn't getting the lead runner so that was why and why was
1: that hole there why was that hole where it was because, because they, they were playing in they thought he was going to bunt so yep. it's it, his game I, he's doing everything right right now
0: yep. yeah I agree. Ronnie is bringing it today in positivity I love I love the vibes Ronnie the Reds, very a couple of six the Reds were a couple of six with being seven and one I totally agree. He says Hunter Green has been the biggest disappointment so far. God, I gotta think he'll turn it around. We've obviously we've touched on it all. We definitely think he's gonna turn it around. Um, like I said, each game's been just one ending they got away from him. So uh when he when he puts well, that and, together and
1: listen, Hunter Green uh, It's twenty two! Here's the here. And here's the hot take is Hunter green's not the best pitcher on this staff. He wasn't the best pitcher on this staff to start the season. He wasn't the best pitcher on this staff last season. That's Nick And for marketing reasons for, you know, uh, ability to speak to the media reasons they have kind of put Hunter Green forefront out there because he is a little bit more charismatic when he's talking to the media. He is a little bit more charismatic when he interacts with the fans. So I get why the Reds are doing that. But at the end of the day, Nick Lodolo is the best pitcher on this team. So if we're going to talk about measuring sticks, you know, Hunter Green turning it around. Yeah, but you know, he's got a long way to go to be the ace of this staff because this team already has an ace. And I think we should embrace that a little bit more.
2: I'm with it um yeah yeah that was a beautiful game and i know that there were a lot of folks steve included that really hated the fact and i hated the fact that they lost that game too but i thought they were coming out of this series with one win and they came out of this series with one win so i'm not disappointed with how they played in philadelphia i'm just not going to be i'm not going to play that game
0: yeah i mean I feel like I did a crime. Not even talking about Nicoladelo's day yesterday. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Seven innings, twelve full strikeouts. Case, you gotta love that man. Had like Edmund Sosa falling, swinging at pitches. Like, gross.
2: and that's a good lineup. That's not the that's not the Pirates. That's not the Cubs. Like the Phillies have a a, a lineup that has probably three or four All Stars in it. Whenever Bryce Harper comes back healthy, and obviously he didn't pitch to Bryce Harper, but Trey Turner. I mean, the top of the lineup was shut down by Nick Lodolo it was beautiful when you can get a guy to strike out on a pitch that hits him you are dealing
1: (laughs) you know you are absolutely dealing when you can make that happen and and Mm -hmm. and what Lodolo did in that start was just absolutely amazing
0: yeah I agree man and uh I'm excited to see him this week against you know against the Phillies again see what adjustments are made because you know they're going to look at that tape and be like this is where he got us the first thing going to be like, if a ball, I brought you the first thing in the scouting report is if a ball hits you, don't swing. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably like number one for that's him. That's good
1: baseball advice. That's yeah. that's solid coaching.
0: Yeah. Steve and I, as a phantom coaching staff members uh, of major league teams, you know, we feel like we've got it. We've got some good conversation here. And uh, as far as TJ Friedel goes earlier, uh, the theme of the show, obviously for me, the only flaw in TJ Friedel is he's from Pittsburgh. So other than that, I like that Nobody's perfect. Yeah, you know. Well, other than that, we can let it slide. Um,
2: Cross-sport reference, so is Tyler Boyd. Love him, too.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I don't see Tyler Boyd being a Pirates fan. Hopefully not. (laughs) I'm sure he is, but, you know, whatever. Um, Not as fun injury news is Dayton yesterday getting hit with a couple things that weren't very fun. Um, Edward Arroyo. uh, Shout out my guy, Carrick Melvin. Gave me the info that he's he's like in with a lot of friends there in Dayton. Sounds like he's going to be okay, just kind of getting used to playing in cold weather. And then, uh, but the Jay Allen thing does not sound very promising. So if you didn't see Jay Allen yesterday, left the game early, holding his wrist, uh, making like not putting any pressure on it. So that does not sound very good. Uh, it doesn't. Sound, and nothing's been announced yet as far as what it's going to be. But uh, was replacing the game in the first inning. I don't think he played today in Dayton. So not very exciting that news there for a really talented Jay Allen player like that, but um, the good news does sound like it, like it sounds like Edwin Roy is gonna be okay. Um, but Dayton getting hit with some really unfortunate bad news and back to back in the same game
2: and you got to, you got so much talent there, and I think isn't uh Bryce Petty he's kind of coming back a little bit from he's coming something back. And- Yeah, Uh, it it feels like the dragons are a little bit of a microcosm of the the major league side where they're like, yeah, we got a couple of guys that we're really excited about once they come back and and I'm a little bit bummed personally because there'll be a dragons media day tomorrow and Jay Allen was supposed to be in attendance. I'm guessing he won't be after that. Um, So I was hoping to get to meet him and talk to him a little bit. Uh, But yeah, that that's tough, too, because he's a guy that I feel like has still a little bit to prove. Before he really starts taking that next step. And before we can really start, you know, listing him as a guy to look out for here in the future. Cause I think we're like tentatively looking at a guy like Jay Allen, like, yes, he's got a lot of talent. He just hasn't really shown it that much. And I know that, you know, Tom Nichols was very bullish on his leadership ability in the locker room last season. So I was hoping that this would kind of be the year that he breaks out, but yeah, it sounds like that that, that's going to be a bit of a tough injury and he might miss a, a significant portion. Uh, with it
0: yeah that's a bummer um but i, th- I you know hopefully it does require soon so uh sam you're right uh tj friedel is from nevada so, but he it sounds like he was born in pennsylvania but you know sadak who never tells a lie said he goes to Steelers games in the offseason so i gotta gotta trust my guy johnny boy there because he would never oh, let me down he would never lie. tell me he would never tell me anything else. I like that shirt, by the way. That's pretty solid. It's a good shirt. Sensei um, shirts rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like I said, Ronnie, bringing it tonight in the positivity. I absolutely love it. Um, I want to talk about this real quick. Another thing I forgot to put in there before we get out of here. How about the way Chattanooga won yesterday? Wasn't that, like, <laughs> yes. insane?
2: No hitter and they win. No, no hitter and they were down three and they yeah. win with one out to play. Like – so many different things were against them to the point where it makes no sense that they won, but baseball's gonna baseball. And there's a reason that there's three outs in an inning and not two.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. So, uh, for those who didn't see, they were no hit yesterday and one, not like when the reds lost to the pirates last year, one to nothing. And Hunter green right. had a no hit, like a no hit game going. Uh, this was literally like seven. That was it like, was it seven to seven five, to was five.
2: The, final score? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they scored like on, and like uh, Chattanooga had a tweet of how it happened, and it was like, amazing. Was like the score sheet. So let me read it off real quick. Let me find the tweet real fast for I keep you guys up. All, and by the for- way,
2: one of the pitchers who did this, Ben Joyce from Tennessee. Oh everybody's yeah, everybody's favorite uh, prospect last year, I think. In there the draft, is. anyway.
0: So let me find it real fast.
2: shout out i used to live in huntsville now they were the huntsville stars whenever i lived down there and i got to see it was a minor league matchup this was when the blue wahoos were the reds double a affiliate billy hamilton on the blue wahoos scooter Jeanette, um and tucker barnhart on the huntsville star or tucker barnhart was on the blue wahoos and then scooter Jeanette was on the huntsville stars because he was in milwaukee's uh farm system that was a it was a nice little five game set there in the city of huntsville before they were the Rocket City Trash Pandas, which is a much better name. Who also were the team
0: that Chattanooga played yesterday. Yeah. So, seven run inning, five walks, four hit batters, one error, and one wild pitch is how they won.
2: And the error was egregious because I was I was reading I know. Uh, I was reading Doug's recap of this on com, and it was like a can of corn that the center fielder just was like, can't catch it
0: it was pretty awesome <laughs> uh let's take a couple more comments here and then i'll finally let you guys go i keep like feeling like i'm keeping you guys up late but i forget steve's in hawaii so he's like yeah
1: you know well it is it, we're pushing four o'clock here man yeah so, so yeah
0: he's
2: qu- got to go to bed in two hours
0: yeah i understand uh the obvious question what everyone's going to ask here and kind of get your guys thoughts we talked about a little bit thursday this has been asked multiple times who's going to get mm-hmm. sent down when joey comes back jason vossler has been too good it's to be sent down be awesome um, I think, you know, Chad said this the other day and I made the joke of Fernando Cruz. Cause I was like, you know, who are you going to send down on the hitting side of it? Um, but I think at this point, they both said, will Benson, I think it might be will Benson and you just kind of get some, get some bats underneath them, get more, get his confidence back a little bit, come back up in a couple weeks, get back to take the spot. That's yours. Um, because you're like, you know, TJ Friedel's not going down. Um, Jason Foster's definitely not going down. He's probably got us. He's probably got us. Like his slugs got to be like forty-four thousand at this point, right? So,
2: yeah, I was, I was trying to think about this, and I know that me and Steve have talked about this a few times already as well. Like the only two I figure it would be between because the Reds love to keep themselves thirteen pitchers on the roster. I it's between will Benson and Stuart Fairchild at this point and I think that the Reds are gonna be like why would we send down a right-handed hitter and bring up a left-handed hitter like they're they're gonna they're gonna put the you know hashtag analytics on that one so not that that's analytics at all I'm just I'm just kidding uh but yeah I, I could I could see it being my dude I could see it being will Fairchild and Benson are
1: both going to be playing for Louisville by the end of the month. Uh, They're going to send one of them down to make room for Votto and they'll send the other one down to make room for Senzel when the time comes. Uh, And that's just kind of how that's going to play out. So uh, with what you're saying though, Jeff, I think Benson will be the first to go just based on handedness. Uh, They'll send the lefty down first, but uh, you know, then the question becomes, you know, where do you, where do you play
2: Vossler? You
1: corner outfield from time to time.
2: Do you, He plays Uh, third mostly, so he could play a kind of platoon with Spencer Steer a little bit, but I don't know that you need to platoon Spencer Steer. Well, but Uh, no, not
1: platoon, but. I, I'm waiting for this whole grandiose roster shuffle. Uh, the, the the daily roll of the dice where guys are going to play that at some point in time, David Bell is going to do. Uh, I think we'll see Spencer steer in a corner outfield here and there. Uh, Jose Barrero, more trips to center field. And I said the name, damn it. But <laughs> we'll just, I, I think there's a, there's a time coming where guys are going to be at different positions on the daily. There's not going to be these defined positions outside of a few players like vado like india uh, and and even at that i would play india in some left field if uh the opportunity presented itself so uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that just to see how creative he
0: gets hmm. yeah,
1: yeah i am
2: too uh um, i think we mentioned we didn't mention Barrero as a potential cut candidate i think just out of like default but yeah i mean does he have options i can't remember if he has nope. another option nope okay, this is do so, or die here for yeah him. it won't be him it won't be him then okay
0: yeah, this is the do or die year for Jose Barrero. Um, not just because Matt McClain and Eddie Day La Cruz are knocking on the door, but um which Matt McClain apparently a lot of people are talking about possibly being a center fielder at some point too. So
1: he is a because- center fielder. Yep. It's true. He played he played center You're field Talking to UCLA. the guy that's champion, so, this idea. Yeah. So <laughs> I I I think he should be playing center field in Cincinnati right now.
0: Today. I'm a big Matt McLean guy, so no. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. So I'm with you. I'm not disagreeing T. J. with you at all.
2: Like TJ Friedel <laughs> would like a word. TJ would like a word. I'm know. on the bandwagon, man. I love what TJ Friedel does. I'm... I'm I, I wanted Will Benson to be that everyday guy, but just how well TJ Friedel has played in that spot, you can't take him out. And, and he's he's batting well in this two spot in the lineup. Like they're not hiding him. They're not putting him down at the bottom. Like he is a productive You're member right. of this lineup right now. You can't Right now I, I, I cannot foresee anybody, even, even Will Benson, taking his place.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Well, dudes. You know, I always love hanging out with you. Uh, we don't we don't do this together enough, honestly. Yeah, I, I think more. I think you guys do a great job. I, I told you I told you both I this. I'm a big too. fan of your guys' work. Uh, so I'm so excited to always work with you guys. Um, before we get out of here, and I know that anyone who listens to Reds Baseball Podcast listens to you guys, but if there's anyone for some reason or another who doesn't know about Locked On Reds, tell them how to get their their podcast to get your guys' podcast, where to listen, and also how often you guys do that little thing where if you're a little busy in the if you're free in the afternoons, you want to tune in, check them out live on the YouTube.
1: Go get it, Jeff.
2: Well as far as Aloha Friday, unfortunately, that's more of just an off-season deal. But we will have like some pre-game lives and things like that coming up as the season goes along. But you can catch us every single day, Monday through Friday, on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Uh, check us out at Lockdown Reds on YouTube, and then you can follow us on Twitter in between shows at Steve Offen at S Offenbaker for Steve, and then at Jeff Carr with three Fs for me.
0: Perfect, awesome! Thank you guys so much. So next week. LR trivia does make its return. Prizes are up. If you guys are tuning in, as you know, I give away some of my Reds' personal memorabilia collection every week for the Reds trivia question, and I'm very excited to have uh, all of our good friends on this week's, uh, next week's show. Ken Huber, uh, known on the Twitter world as Obscure X Reds, we're gonna do the Obscure X Reds fantasy draft next week, so you'll want to tune in for that one, guys, because it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, on behalf of everyone here at the Riverfront, yes like these guys follow them everywhere follow us at riverfront cincy follow me at tim daniel 518 and look dudes join the patreon it's a lot of fun it's a great family the slack channel it's through the roof and joy every week we have so much fun interacting with you guys all the time so patreon.com slash riverfront cincy it's not going to break the bank come hang out with us every day we love to have you take it easy everyone we'll see you next week.